Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru, and you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strucker, and joining me today is a very special man in my life. His name is Sean Kilby. I've known him for a gajillion years. No one, I mean, this man is epic at radio, i.e. podcasting. Sean Kilby, hey boy, hey. Hey girl, hey. What an honor to be back on the taste. I know it's been a minute, my boo. How long has it been? We, since the beginning, how long has Taste of Taylor been on? I was Jesus. on one of the earliest episodes. You got to go back to the archives to catch that one. Welcome fucking back, my friend. Oh, it's a dream. It's it always really a dream is. to be with you. One of my favorite people on, on the planet at one of my favorite times of the year. It is because it is November, which means it is Christmas or the holiday <laughs> season, I should say. Yeah, I should say. November 1st passed, so we get, it's, it's the holidays. So Sean used to have a podcast called Hold Up, Hold Up. So Sean is the movie true. aficionado. You really some are. Would say, and some would say that I have too many opinions about holiday movies. But we're going to go through all of them today. I know it might seem a little premature for people who are like, you can't even get a Christmas tree. It's not even Thanksgiving. But to you, we say shut up because it is never too soon to start watching Christmas movies. The second Halloween, October 31st at 12 at the strike of midnight is Christmas, bitches. And I'm putting on all the holiday movies. I mean, I must celebrate. And I was looking at my calendar and I realized there is only like six weekends from now. There's not enough time. Until Christmas. Yeah. There's not enough time. So, I need to watch them all, sometimes twice. Same, same. So we decided today to do a little um, buffet of holiday films, if you will. And yes. we have some categories. We have, yeah. I'm just going to go over them. We've got um, most overrated Christmas movie, mm-hmm. most underrated Christmas movie. We've got best overall Christmas movie and worst Christmas movie. I mean, interchange it with holiday, what have you. But, you know, you get the gist. Um, and then I think we're going to end on unpopular opinions something we do on the taylor strecker show but we're, we're gonna do a holiday movie unpopular opinion yeah we are i've got one that could get me 
in trouble. We're gonna get, I'm going to get in trouble, too. If you listen to the Taylor Strecker show, you probably are familiar with this opinion of mine, this unpopular opinion. But uh, I've never said it, like, on the open airways, you know, where... Anyone yeah, can anyone listen. Can hear it. It's right. scary. It really is funny the, how we differentiate it, right? Like, because I've had co-hosts on Taste of Taylor, and you guys are with me every single week on the Taylor Trekker show, and we, I mean, the the content is fire, right, no right, matter right. where you are. No. But I will, I see the way that the co-hosts approach the Taylor Trekker show. We really feel like no one's listening on the Taylor Trekker show. They well, are. It feels like our well, it's our friends. Though. It's kind of like you ever be talking to you ever be you ever talk to a close friend <laughs> and you go, I would never say this, like, yes public or yes. at work you say like but this like, but but is beyonce maybe not that good like you would never say that you out would, loud like we say it like this. somebody you trust was there okay i'm gonna tell you something but don't repeat don't it don't repeat this <laughs> <laughs> but then we're gonna do that today on on case to taylor we're, we're gonna, gonna say it. some shit that shall it. not be repeated yeah no one say anything you no one tell but anybody you, don't nobody tell anybody just share this episode with a friend that's all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's exactly okay so um i will say i love a halloween movie but nothing tickles my fancy more than a holiday movie and i actually didn't realize how many fucking opinions i had about holiday yeah. movies until i yeah. started go- like going through the list so i do want to start with the positive because i feel like that's actually yeah. some you know I, it's a nice we place love, to start we love christmas movies yes we love them even the bad ones are good most of the time so for something to be underrated and you're yes. gonna go first yes. for something to be underrated yes first of all we have to kind of agree that people don't give it the respect it deserves. Right, this was tough, because I was like, worse could be anything. Worse could be your heart's desire. It's your opinion. But underrated, it has to be, like, ignored by the masses, if you will. Right, and and overrated is even easier to find because there are certain movies that are just ubiquitous this time of year. And the ones you wish people would just let it go, those are the overrated ones. But underrated, that's really the hidden gems. It really is. Yeah, so you want to go first and start sharing your list. Now, we're going to land on our most underrated. We have to pick one, but I have a short list. I think you have a short list, and our short lists are long. Yes, exactly. exactly. Well, here's the thing, too. My uh, underrated is going to blow people's minds. And and you know what? You can't at me. I will fucking fight you on the internet over this because I believe so deeply in my underrated movies, and I have such good ones. And, Sean, you're going to fight me, but I'm here. I'm, like, ready. I've been pumping iron all day. I'm good to go. So... I'm going to kick us out of the gate with the most underrated Christmas movie, in my opinion. One of the most underrated is Just Friends. Okay, so this is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds and um, Amy Smart. You got it. And, oh, Anna Faris. Uh Uh-huh. Some would call her Anna, and I don't know. I would say Anna. I'm cool. (laughs) She plays basically Britney Spears. Essentially, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is a movie, I will tell you, before you go make the case, mm-hmm. this is an obscure movie. Yeah. So this definitely is underrated if we agree that it's any totally. good. Totally. I, I Christmas, Googled it. I Googled it to see if it's a Christmas movie. It's a 50-50 split. People, it, it's, you know, like people debate Die Hard. This is like the comedic Die Hard, if you will. Okay. It is okay. set at Christmas. There at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, is like a massive Christmas decor at a house that is it's completely destroyed. It's a holiday movie. It's it a coming is. home for the holidays movie. So I think it's definitely a Christmas movie. The debate is whether or not it's any good. And I was forced, not forced, I was asked to watch it last okay. Christmas. By a Bye. Me? Did I ask no, you? No, no, you didn't make me watch it. But um, now, I did think I was. it was a different movie. You ever do that? I thought it was the movie where Anna Ferris and Chris Evans are like 
hook up or something. I don't know. Anyway, I thought was it was a totally different movie. that how they got together? Oh, that was Chris Pratt. That was Chris Pratt. It's all very confusing. Those Chris's anyway. are confusing. So then I started watching the movie. It's way wackier than I expected. It's so wacky. The whole storyline with Ryan Reynolds, I don't know how much it works. I think it might be good. It's funny, but it's I don't funny. know how it well Ryan Reynolds does overact. I will say that. He is like, he, it's like a director said, hey, Ryan, do you like Jim Carrey? And he's like, I kind of. And they were like, just do all Jim Carrey stuff. And then he really like took it over the top. Jim Carrey is over the top, but he just delivers. Ryan Reynolds is delightful and also married to my wife, um, Taylor Donahue, a.k.a. Blake Lively. So I love, I love him. I adore him. But oh, he's, he's had, he's great. He's fantastic. He's a lot in this movie. But Anna Fair is so Anna what have you is so solid that part where she's all he's she's like calling his name he's all I'm busy and she's all I'm busy and she's sitting alone not busy and then she screams stupid dick I mean it's a quotable movie it's a it's a part of the vernacular uh-huh. I'm telling you this movie is epic and it is so good I just watched it last night it's so good yeah it's a little over the top and yeah there's a lot of screaming and fighting but I really am here for it I'm telling you you're welcome. Just friends. Most That's a fantastic answer. Underrated. I mean, Thank if you. If you were looking for a new one, that would be one to go watch. It is tough, though. There's certain things like from your, your childhood, your teen years, whatever. That if you were there when it was good, mm-hmm. like when it was in, mm-hmm. then you, you can keep watching it for the rest of your life on nostalgia alone. I'm not so sure that's one that you want to recommend to an adult friend now and guarantee that they're going to like it. Uh-uh. I put my Tate stamp of approval on, okay? <gasps> I'm telling you, All right. it is. It holds up. It is damn good. I'm telling you, you're welcome. I think so. You have more underrated, or is that your? That's, or do I ever? You're going with that. You'd, okay, I'm going to go through a couple of mine before, and then I'm going to uh-huh. give you my big one. Okay. okay. Underrated movies. Jingle all the way. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terrible. He has to go track down a children's toy to get the affection of his child. Oh, you now, know what, actually? Now that you're giving me the plot and I'm, like, kind of remembering, yeah. I'm like, and it's Sinbad actually is, is This is crazy. It's like a fever dream. It's like somebody dreamt up the <laughs> craziest thing. Like, what if they made a movie? This is like a what if, and then somebody's like, all right, I'll, I'll green light it. Sinbad plays <laughs> a rival. No, you father. had me. You had me at Sinbad. You had me at Sinbad. <laughs> had me. He plays a, a, a post office worker. A wow. Postman, wow. Wow. Who also forgot to get his kid the hot toy of the season. Because okay. remember, like, remember Tickle Me Elmo, Elmo yes. Furby? Yes. There was like Power Rangers, all these various things, and the parents had to go out and get them. Now it doesn't really work that way anymore. I, I think it's know. more like Xboxes and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Now that's what they want. So. He has to fight to get this, and then they end up dressed like the characters from the toys. It's crazy, wacky movie, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger at his peak. And I wouldn't argue that it's a good movie. Okay. But it's a good Christmas movie. Okay. And I, and I kind of think it's wildly underrated as a Christmas movie. I find it very watchable. Okay, but, but I, that wouldn't be like my most. That okay. wouldn't be my most. I just okay. want to throw that one out there. Another one? Just in case you're looking for something fresh, it's yeah. a family movie. It's called Christmas with the Cranks. Now, yeah, this is see, one also not Allen. appealing. Also not appealing. Tim Allen? Tim Allen. I'm interested. Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. And the whole premise is that is that they're, the Christmas is huge on their block. Okay. And they want to skip Christmas this year because they're being cranky. <laughs> that's the whole that's the whole movie. And not only do I it's an mm-hmm. okay, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, but it feels very Christmassy. Uh-huh. And not only have I watched it many times, I even read the book. So, you know, Whoa, <laughs> you're going deep, nerd. Yeah. That one's, that's a good one. Um, uh-huh. 
I'm just going to throw this out there. All the Harry Potter movies, underrated as Christmas movies. They're not Christmas movies. They've got a lot. Oh, there's Christmas in them. You can watch no. them at Christmas time and they feel very Christmassy. Erroneous, Merry erroneous in all one. accounts. Merry Christmas, Harry. It's great. Um, and then last one. Okay, this one's going to, the listeners are going to love this. Okay. A little movie starring Cameron Diaz. Okay, yeah. The Holiday. The you holiday. know, you know, it. I, I don't know that it is underrated. Maybe in Girl World, it's like, it well, feels a little overrated. Girls love it. Girls love it. It's love. underrated to girl. But but I'm saying, I think it's just an under-discussed Christmas. It's like a classic that hasn't gotten classic status yet. Yes. I mean, I won't. Whose house I would won't. you rather stay in? The idyllic British one that Winslet came from? Or I know. the giant uh, question. palatial estate? What? Who brings, who leaves their dog when they're house sharing? That's ridiculous. She left your dog? That is. Yes. When Cameron Diaz goes to the quaint British, you know, little hobbit house, the dog is there. Kate Winslet essentially leaves her dog. <laughs> Isn't that absurd? It's also, it's funny that the premise of the movie, like cell phones ruin movies. Now. Yes. Like the old movies, like you can't do it anymore because you would just text somebody or call. Right. That's the only movie that I know of that's ruined by Airbnb. <laughs> okay, here we go. So my other underrated movies are, so yeah. like I said, Just Friends, Scrooged by Bill Murray. I've never seen it, and uh, I'm sure I would love it. I'm sure I would love it. I f- and I feel like our underrated list is just really kind of like um, a, you of like a must-watch list. Like if you, ha- no, you probably haven't seen watch- it. But, but I think you might be right because everybody who has watched Scrooged tells me I must watch it, but I've Bill never Murray, seen it is an icon. It is wacky on wacky on meth on wacky. You know what I'm saying? It's out of control and it gets really weird and it's so Bill Murray. It's like, what about Bob meets Christmas? But it is, but but like if what about Bob was an asshole, you know what I'm saying? Um, And you know the premise, it's a Christmas carol. Is he not an asshole? I haven't seen that movie either. What about Bob? He's the sweetest guy in the world. He's annoying, but he's the sweetest guy in the world. Yeah, my, my, one of my best friends yeah. growing up would cry, and she was like, they're so mean to Bob. So, yeah, Bob's a sweetheart. But Bill Murray plays uh, a consummate dickhead in this movie, but in the best way possible. But it really is, it's like, it's, you know, it's time hopping. It's the past, the present, the future. It's a Christmas carol, right? Isn't that the one that that's based on? Yeah, yeah no, it is, it's yeah. definitely a Christmas carol, right, yeah. Highly recommend, funny, zany, really like 80s, early 90s, and it's delightful. I, I don't think people talk about it enough. Speaking of Christmas carol theme movies, I got two more for you. They're also underrated. <gasps> I have, love Christmas Carol. Have you heard of a movie? Yeah, I, I'm a sucker for time hopping. Have I you, even like Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Uh, I mean, that's a, okay, that was on my list. <laughs> that movie is so underrated. It's not on any list ever. It is 1,000% Christmas meets a uh-huh. wedding. Excuse you, Gretchen Wieners is in it. Travis yes, from is. Clueless is in it, and mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner is in it. It's and actually, it's, I think it's peak Jennifer Garner. Matthew McConaughey and Emma fucking Stone with braces is oh, in it. I forgot, Anna and Stone Michael plays Douglas is girl. in it. Yeah. And it's yeah, about this might be the most Matt McConaughey movie that was ever made, ever. too. It was written fucking for him. It is so epic and so good. And um, that's all I'm going to say about end, it. And by the end, he learns a valuable lesson. 
Yeah. That's barely. like every Christmas Carol movie ever made. Even the valuable Okay, that was one of the ones you were going to say. I'm sorry I it's jumped okay. in. Okay, no, it's fine. Okay. I'm actually, I'm so happy we are in agreement on this. And then if you feel that way about ghosts of, wait, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. What a bad name. Um, <laughs> I completely disagree. The name's the best part. You got Ghosts of Christmas Past, Ghosts of Christmas Present, Future, etc. Yeah, he's but a fuckboy boy that Christmas fucks with. You know what? I actually think that's another movie, you know, like uh, the, the Holiday Gets Ruined by Airbnb. You can't make remake Ghosts of Girlfriends Past because... You, like, you'd have to say the word, word fuckboy over yeah. and over, and it wouldn't be a family movie. <laughs> exactly. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics is incredible. Not only are their products made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients, but their clinically proven formulas highlight your best features while they actually improve your skin over time. It's like killing two birds with one stone. Not only are you looking good in the moment, in the now, but you're actually doing good by your skin for the long term. For example, I'm obsessed with their Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream. It's so good. So it's truly the holy grail of eye cream. And it instantly, so right in the moment, it lifts, tightens, and brightens the look of skin around your eye while also giving you line-smoothing hydration. So that's like the snap of a finger, like you get that right off the bat. But what it's also doing is it's softening, soothing, and deeply moisturizing your skin while instantly reducing the appearance of dark circles and puffiness to fight signs of stress, aging, and dullness. So in the moment, you're getting benefits, but also long-term, you're getting benefits. It's like beauty sleep in a bottle. It's incredible. I'm also obsessed with their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. If you know me, you know I like a lash. And I have been known to get extensions on my lashes, but I don't like to do it all the time. It's not great long-term for your lashes. And it's expensive. And it kind of hurts when the lashes like crisscross each other. And I also love to rub my eyes and like stick my face underwater. And it's not like really, they don't encourage that when you have lash extensions. So it is their best-selling mascara. There's one sold every five seconds, and it mimics the look of lash extensions, literally, without the damaging effects of glue or expensive salon prices. It has more than 15,000 five-star reviews and is a winner of the Allure Best of Beauty 2020 Award. And it's made to last all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. Like I said, it looks good in the moment, but it's also good for you long-term. It's made with clean, nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. That's because all Thrive Cosmetic products are formulated without parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. Also, Thrive Cosmetics never test on animals. They're Leaping Bunny and PETA certified as 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And on top of all of that, Thrive Cosmetics has a very bold mission that's truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, like women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and so much more. Thrive Cosmetics also has a variety of sets available for this holiday season, which are perfect for gifting or even treating yourself. I love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are the best I've ever used, and their Bigger Than Beauty mission is really inspiring. Visit thrivecosmetics.com slash Taylor for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer you can only get right here, okay, with my code. That's Thrive, Thrive Cosmetics. It's C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S. Yes, like Cosmetics. Thrivecosmetics.com slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, for 15% off your first order. One more time, that's Thrivecosmetics.com slash Taylor. And now, back to the podcast. Family Man by, Nicol- by Nicolas okay. Cage, starring Nicolas yeah, Cage. 
by Nicolas Cage. Hey, Leones. I'm a, That's a good movie. sucker for Nicolas Cage. I think he's swarmy and disgusting, but I'm obsessed with him. He was recently Much like in Arnold Vegas. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. There are movies that he's in where, like, kindergarten. I was just talking about this earlier. Oh, kindergarten, kindergarten cop, cop should work. But, but it's it so good. And that's why, and I would say the same thing as Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Nicolas Cage, some of his movies, it's like, who put Nicolas Cage in this? But Ugh. Family Man is so good. It's kind of a weird twist, though, because it is more of a twist on the It's a Wonderful Life thing, where like you're if your right. life had been different, but they inverted it. And the whole time you're watching the movie, which it is a great movie. It is. The whole time you're watching the movie, you're thinking, this is like a, like who's, is he better? Like, is he better off? Like, usually think, it would go the other way. I think I I would take his other way. If I'm being honest, that, but that's I'm, the well, weird I'm a capitalist. Part. I'm a social climber, here? and I worship money. So that's why I feel the way I do. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for me, and spoiler alert for the movie. movie. Yeah. Is it Christmassy enough? Yes, absolutely. It's Christmassy enough. The whole thing's around Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It's not. You know what it is? It's not as. It's oddly not as hopeful as some of the other Christmas carols. Because doesn't it have a weird That's because he chooses love over money. Bah humbug. That's a good one. It's it, really do you have any more on your short list? Very, yeah, that, so that's my list. That's all I've got oh, for. Taylor, that was a great list. Thank I you. agree with most of them, except for the one you actually chose. Just friends. And I know it's as good as yeah. the other movies. I really, I, I really wish I led with Ghosts of Girlfriends past. Okay, so here's my number one, though. I actually have an answer. It's not none of the, none of the ones we've said. Okay. You're going to love this. Okay, now this is a movie that is prized and is, you can, you can see it streaming on like Disney Plus or whatever. It's okay. not forgotten. It's mainstream. The Santa Claus. I love you. I actually have this on another list. Okay, because I just want to make a case for it being underrated. So Because in some ways, I don't think it's the best Christmas movie. I don't think it is the best, okay? It could be your favorite. It could be your favorite. I don't think it's the best. There's a lot oh, of very Favorite good and Christmas best are different? Movies. Yeah, well, I don't care. It's up to you. Whatever you want it to be. Like, the best could be your favorite. Shit. Home Alone, for example, to me, is like just a great Christmas movie. Unassailably so. Okay. But the Santa Claus, I feel like, isn't put on that same level. But if you think about what the Santa Claus is, mm-hmm. it's the most Christmassy movie possible because the main character is fucking Santa Claus, which is never the case. Other than Miracle on 34th Street, they never actually leveraged the joy and the magic of Santa Claus like this movie. And get this. Yes. It's a movie. The premise, the entire movie, the premise is based on a dad joke. Okay? It is a pun. It is not Santa Claus, C-L-A-U-S. It's Claus with an E on it because it's a contract that yes. he gets stuck with because he puts You're on the right. suit. So it's the Santa Claus. So it is a dad joke about a dad starring a comedian who is A famous Claus. dad. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. You I know mean, what? And you know what? And here's the, here's, the, here's the whole point, though. It works. Somehow that works. It's so the good. fucking works. The sequel's not so good. No. The Santa Claus underrated Christmas. Movie. You know what? I had it on my best list. I think I was wrong. It's one of my favorites. It's not best, but I'm going to I'm gonna throw it on there. I actually have some that I put under best that I okay, now want to move up to underrated. Well, because some of your favorites that are the best, it's like, look, if you love, for example, White Christmas, you can't tell me that it's underrated. No. It's, it's exactly. Everywhere. You're you heard right. it on the radio. Okay. Office. Christmas party. <laughs> Have you not seen what it? What is that? Wow. Seen that. Is, you know when you get jealous when people are like, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. And you're like, oh, fuck you. Oh, I've never seen Sopranos. Ah, God, I wish it were you. I wish it were Office Christmas party starring Jason Bateman, Jennifer Aniston, and Olivia Munn. What a treat. It is about... 
two spoiled kids, Jason Bateman, and um, actually, no, sorry. It's about two spoiled kids. The guy who is Jason Bateman's boss and Jennifer Aniston, their brother and sisters, they're like dueling rich kids, okay? Jason Bateman works for the rich dude, okay? And so it's their family company. They got it from their dad. And um, Jennifer Aniston basically wants to sell the company. And Jason Bateman is trying to save everybody's jobs. And they have a massive Christmas party. I actually don't know why, but there's drugs, there's boobs, there's hookers. It's amazing. And it is the, it's like, I I feel like people love Bad Santa, which I've never seen, so I really can't fairly commentate on it, but I think it looks disgusting and gross and trashy and terrible. But, like, this is a more mainstream, like, it's like a gross, dirty Christmas movie, but you love every second of it. There's car chases. It's That's pretty fan recent, fucking right? like the last five years. Yeah, it's really good, and I feel like it's not ever discussed nearly enough. Good answer. That's a great answer. That's un- that does sound under. I gotta watch it. I Thank don't know. You. I don't think anyone really talks about that movie. Yeah, no, nobody does. Okay, good. So we've got our lists. Uh, you, your your top vote. My I, again, I told you, I'm going with the Santa Claus yes. because although it is very very mainstream, it it's a it's a tier higher than people put it. And right. you're saying just friends. <laughs> just friends. Is your no, one no, choice? no. I'm so. Do you want me to pick my number one underrated? Yeah, you're most underrated. Yeah. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Okay. It doesn't even track as a Halloween. I'm voting for years now now because Ghosts of Girlfriends Past is 10 times better than people realize. (laughs) It is. And it is a Christmas movie. It's such a Christmas movie. Totally a Christmas movie, right? Is it Christmas or is it just winter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's There's ghosts. (laughs) There's snow. There's love. There's There's ghosts. ghosts There's snow. That's how you know. (laughs) All right, let's get negative. Let's get negative. Fuck it. We're going to step all over the shit you love. Yep. Most overrated. overrated. Okay, can I start? Please. Not just the second, but also the first, Home Alone. Oh, damn. (laughs) Okay, now let me just say something real quick. I'll tell you, my husband's favorite movie. Boom! I win. That's <laughs> I win. What it is. There's some baggage there. <laughs> there is some baggage. But I will say, also his family's favorite. So automatically, I'm immediately turned off. But I will say this Is it a good movie? Yes. Is it a great movie? Yes. But everybody's always like, <laughs> it's the best. And it's like, no, it's not. I also don't like those movies where it's like, oh my God, no, not again. Ah! It's like I get such an anxiety attack watching it. And um, the two is is even more anxiety provoking. Those fucking pigeons don't even get me started. Lost in the City made me want to move to New York. I live here now because of that movie. <laughs> I can't find the pigeon lady. I go to <laughs> I go to Central Park all the time. She's not. I think she froze to death. I just feel like I've seen it both of them so many times. I'll watch it, but everyone's like cavelling over it, and I'm like, let's calm down. It's a child, and if you watch that <laughs> show on Netflix, it's like movies that we love or how movies were made. Mm, the or movies s- that made us Christmas there edition. You go, and there I watched you go. it. And it sold me even harder on it. I think it's just a masterpiece. It's I think great, it's just so but good. the best, there's so many other. It's not, I'm sorry. That's why it's over. For me, it's overrated not because I think it sucks, but because I don't think, I think people overhype it. I, I do think if you polled people, it yes. would be one of the top three answers for what's your favorite Christmas. You got it. And if you think it's not that good, then that's fine for you. But I do think it's, it's properly rated because it's so great. I just think it's a, it works on repeat. It works for future generations. Uh-huh. Show it to a young kid today. They're going to love it just as much. Home Alone 2 is not as good of a movie. 
No. That one that gets that one gets by on nostalgia. Okay. The first one, I don't. And also, it's kind of wacky. Obviously, the first Home Alone. Right. And yet, it also feels like it holds up to me. It holds up. It, it does. It does. Okay. I'll give it that. Okay. Okay, another overrated Christmas movie is Die Hard because it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah, see, this is a. I'm not. I'm not even sure if it's even a good movie. I Me think it's either. pretty good. It's fine. We've all kind of lost touch with reality when it comes to, to Die Hard. Mm-hmm. It seems like Die Hard is a movie that's liked by people who don't like fun all that much. They don't like Christmas. They don't like Christmas. They don't like Christmas. So yeah. they're like they're bottled. talk about Grinches. You know what Die Hard is. I don't even know if this genre of people exists anymore, but I believe that people who say my favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard are people that we used to call hipsters. Yeah, right? hipsters. Anti-establishment. I'm too cool for school. Yeah, I can't stand that shit. That like that's like the the the, the tough kid way. Like the if you skateboard. That's your fucking favorite Christmas movie. Now I'm really going stereotypes. Sorry. I let's leave those people out of it. If you have a unicycle, you would think Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. There, that one track. Wait, do you think the, that hipsters all ride skateboards and I just decided, I thought I'd take some 80,000 years old, but no, I take it back. I want to retract my statement. No, it reminds me more of somebody who's just, they like, like people who say they don't like chocolate. Yeah. I, what, do you, what do you say to that? That's all I'm saying. So somebody's like, oh, Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. Well, yeah, except... You know it's not a Christmas movie. It just happens to take place at Christmas, and it doesn't get you in the holiday spirit, which with any of these, yep. it really is about getting in the holiday spirit. Another one, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, God. Taylor, why do they even bother? Why I, do I agree we with even you with this pretend? I can put, why do we, the music, the music's pretty good. The music's pretty good. Yeah. The cartoon, you it's, don't even remember why you watched it in the first place. It's also deeply depressing. Also, if the kid just wants to kick that football, can she give him a break? <laughs> the whole Charlie Brown milieu is for people. Wait, you know our you know our generation millennials. Yeah, everyone's all like depressed yeah. these days, anxious. Yeah, that's where it all started with that <laughs> peanut stuff. <laughs> okay, another one I've got here is the night before Nightmare Before Christmas because I just wrote wow. one word and one word only. It's gross. <laughs> it's first of all it's halloween yeah well taylor okay so you've kind of you've kind of taken uh, i have a different unpopular opinion but this was going to be my unpopular opinion okay because every year die hard gets trotted and we, we trot out the die hard debate and really it's it's us normies arguing with hipsters right okay, yes that's what happens but I wanted to be the anti-hipster hipster this year and trot out the, the opinion that Nightmare Before Christmas is actually not a Christmas movie. It's barely a Halloween movie. Barely. But if it's going to be one or the other, yes. it's a Halloween movie. Uh, thank you. It doesn't you. feel Christmassy. No. The version of Santa in it is a very anti-Christmas. Very. If you like it, look, it's a cool movie. Fine. But Hence it's not overrated. a Christmas but it's, it's not just overrated. It's barely, it just doesn't even fit the season. It just doesn't. That's my unpo- it was going to be my unpopular opinion, but you're right. It's an overrated movie. Truly. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have any others? Um, I. How many do we get for worst and best? Only one? Yeah, I only get one. Okay. I don't know. You can do a short list. I don't care. I would podcast. Like, no, I would like to elect a Christmas story as, as a very overrated holiday movie. Okay. You know this what that movie is? This movie is a boomer movie. It just so is. So boomer. Okay, so here, here's, here's how I know 
if you say you've watched, like, how do I put this? If you've watched a Christmas Carol, a Christmas story, a Christmas story, sorry, yes. more than once, I know exactly who your dad is because he's my dad. <laughs> That's the whole point. He's, he's an old white guy. Yeah. God bless him. He loves this movie. And he watches this movie and he goes, man, that was my childhood. And that's why it works. Yep. And I actually think the movie is probably pretty good. I don't. Like it, well, I, I, I had it for worse because of that. Like the scene, I can't tell. the leg, the like the leg lamp is just it's it's quite frankly pornographic. Um, the little <laughs> piggy boy is disturbing and triggers me. The tongue moment is oh, like an anxiety man. attack waiting to happen i just i can't with that movie but it does feel like it captures childhood really well there's a scene where he's he's imagining himself with the the, the rifle that he wants to get and there's a bunch of like, like uh jailbirds i, I do not cl- i do not relate <laughs> no 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 you're not, not just supposed to relate but it's like he imagines himself protecting the house from these like robbers that are going to break in. Right. And that is how kids think because kids are stupid. <laughs> so I get where, where it's capturing the imagination of a child. Right. And also this is what the imagination of a child was like in the 1950s, I suppose, or whenever that movie's supposed to take place. I guess. I just can't tell if the movie's any good or not anymore oh. because my dad made me watch it so many times. Exactly. Like, is it a family tradition or is it a good movie? Actually, every time, every every single movie on any of these lists, you need to stop, look yourself in the mirror and say, is this a good movie or is this just a family tradition that I've lost sight of? Boom. Exactly. And, and I think a Christmas story might be a little overrated. It's overrated. I, I grew up loving it. Look, it's fun. It's because it's family time. I thought I loved it too. There are scenes in it that are kind of cool. They're iconic. I actually think the, the t- they're iconic. Look, yes. Give them credit where credit is too. But the movie... It's not enjoyable. You don't sit there and you're like, this is the best ever. I mean, it was. I don't know it was, if I've enjoyed a single minute of watching that movie. It was on my worst, like, category for a reason. Like, I actually have a visceral reaction to this movie. Like, overrated is like, I like it, but I think people overhype it. Like, I'm actually, I repel a Christmas story. But for good measure, I'm just going to throw it on overrated because I have, uh, I, I have an axe to grind with another movie that I feel even more hate towards okay. for the holidays. Okay. All right, I'm going to give you my list of overrated Christmas movies. Please. In no particular order. Now, this is not my selection because I really like this movie, but I've heard this from a lot of people. Love Actually. Now, I'm going to make the case on behalf of the Grinches out there who don't like Love Actually okay. as much as the rest of us. Okay. Because again, I like it. Okay. But the more... It kind of reminds me of a pop song that you really liked when you were younger. You're and such a genius. You, yes. Yeah. Yep. And then when you, as you get older, you start to realize how stupid the lyrics in the song are and how, how it really, love actually probably yeah. doesn't hold up particularly it, it well. It doesn't. Now, again, I still enjoy it. There are certain scenes in the, in the movie that I really like. There are certain scenes in the movie that don't make any sense whatsoever and even mm-hmm. a little bit depressing as time goes by. Clearly the scene with um, Liam, Liam's Neeson. Liam Neeson, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And the you and you and you, that whole thing. um, Yes. All I want for Christmas. I love that shit. That's so good. The scene where, um, what's his name? Who's the uh, who's the prime minister? Whatever. When he does, yeah, Hugh. When he, yeah, Hugh. Huge Grant. Huge Grant. Huge Grant. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) When he does the jump dance through the, and then he gets caught. I mean, these things are all fun little moments. Yes. But Taylor collectively. the British guy who comes to America for an orgy? What the fuck did I just want? <laughs> the part when Alan Rickman yeah. buys a necklace for his for 
his secretary and then gets the Joni Mitchell CD for his wife and she goes upstairs to cry by herself. I don't know if that's the saddest thing I've ever seen or yep. just great. The movie, but as most people uh-huh. who did not watch it back then, because it's been copied so many times, I don't think people really like it as much as, as, much as those of us who thought we liked it when it came out. I think the what the, your analogy with the pop song is so accurate. It's like, no, it was a hit and we fucking loved it when we loved it. It was a hit. But and we now played it's like till the tape pop. Like when the Spice Girls I don't know what I want, what cream? you really, really want. It doesn't slap <sighs> like it used to slap. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's still good. You'll sing still along good. with it. If yeah, I if still it's tap my song, we're gonna watch it, but like, eh, I'm not moved. Okay, I have a question for you. You're um you're a maid who works for a writer. Never exchange two words with him. He ogles you all summer long. And then you go back to you go back home to your family and he marches into your restaurant that you're working at with your entire family. Yeah. How would you react? Get the Call fuck the out of here, you creep. Yes, absolutely. I do, though. It seems I, like she spent that whole time learning English so that she could tell him, get away from me, you weird creep. But instead, she, I, like, ex- accepts the date or whatever it is. I don't know if I that works. I will say I cry like a baby every time I watch the damn movie. Well, but, me too. <laughs> but. We're suckers. It's overrated. It's, yeah, overrated. it's overrated. It's overrated. Okay. All right, I'm going to throw out some more for you. We already talked about Die Hard. We already talked about A Christmas Story. So these are all, we all agree on all these. Nice. Here's my actual answer. Okay. Now there's another one that I almost was going to say was the most overrated and then I realized it's just the worst one. So okay. I'm saving that for our last segment. But uh-huh. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You know, I agree. It's the definition of overrated. Do I think it's terrible? No. 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 Because we already talked about, I, I like all the variations on A Christmas Carol. Right. They all work for me. Yeah. Scrooge, I'm sure I would love. All of these movies. Ghost of Girlfriends Past, I think is great. But How the Grinch Stole Christmas, first of all, it is just straight up stealing the Scrooge thing. So yeah. That's one part. He is just Scrooge. Okay, so how original is this? People treat it like it's an original story. He's green Scrooge. He's green Scrooge. You great. got it. Thank you. You're welcome. And his heart grows, grows, grows two sizes. That day. I don't know. The little who, the Whoville, it's too cute. It's too much. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but as a movie, the cartoon. Yes. It's just, it doesn't even belong on the list is the point. I are don't we think talking it about even, the, the Dr. Seuss cartoon one or are we talking about the Jim Carrey one? I'm talking about, actually, good question. I'm talking about both. Okay, fair. When people, when people bring up, what's your favorite Christmas movie? What are the greatest Christmas movies of all time? People bring this one up. I know. I'm, I I'm married to somebody it, who brings it up and also related Taylor. to family who brings it up. And God bless her, but it doesn't even belong in the conversation. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. Neither of them are bad movies. I'll watch but, it. Oh, Martha. Oh, Christmas. I get it. It's cute. <laughs> it's cute. But Taylor Momsen's in it. But and is it? I really can't stand her ass. Who's? Taylor Momsen when she was little. <laughs> is that, oh, I don't even know. She's I, from I Gossip Girl. She real Jenny from Gossip Girl. Oh, she really oh, rubbed me the wrong way. my gears. She really does. When you watch this movie this year, and I don't want to ruin the movie for you. Look, you can still enjoy it, but you need to look yourself in the mirror this year and ask: Is, is this, this a good movie, yeah. or is this a family tradition? Thank you. It probably Thank is you. the second one. Thank you. Good, good movie. Most overrated by far. By far. Okay. All right, we're ready. We're ready for best Christmas movie. Yeah, let's do best. We want to want to end on best, or do we want to yeah, end on let's worst? Yeah, let's uh-huh. end on the good because people are going to come for us for some of these opinions. Let's do worst. The worst 
Christmas movie, in my opinion, ever. And when I was thinking about what makes it worse, Taylor, I say to myself, someone's like, let's put on I'm all no. Or I'm like, I'm going to take a nap. I don't Uh want to open my presents if that movie's on. The worst Christmas movie of all time, and it's also so overrated, is National Lampoon's, the Lampoon's Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Vacation. That's, my answer. That's what I was going to say. That was even close. I love you. It's, oh, the jury is unanimous. It's so it took bad. Them, it took us two minutes in the deliberations to come back with a verdict. Oh, my God. It's terrible. It's, it's disgusting. It's unwatchable 10 different ways. <laughs> it's unwatchable. Good it's luck unwatchable. eating food while you're watching it. The RV with the, like, the sewage and the tree coming through the thingamajigger, the window, and then, like, the rodents everywhere. It's just, oh, it's bathos. It's, it's, it's bathos. unattractive. It's bathos in movie. In the, movie the movie is Ugh. bathos in, in Christmas movie form. Getting Christmas is supposed to be fun. And beautiful. It's supposed to be hard, beautiful. And heartwarming. <laughs> None of it. None of it's any good. No. None of it's any good. Okay, Chevy Chase. Unsavory. human being. Unsavory character. Yes. I kind of like, now he is not, I don't think people love him now, but Randy Quaid is okay. The character, detestable. Ugh. Horrible. vile. The part that, so, so I did not watch this. It is definitely an iconic Christmas movie. I think we can. For sure. But so, shut, so. You know what, honestly. Shut the fuck up about it. People won't shut the fuck up about it. Thank you. They won't shut the fuck up about it. Okay, so they're always talking about it. I'm like, fine. Kind of like how you were pitching me Scrooge, which I have a feeling I would like. So people are always pitching to me. So one year, a couple years ago, I finally got around to watching the movie. And it gets to the end. And here's the thing about Christmas movies. Even the ones that I don't necessarily like think are the best ever. They usually have a happy ending. An ending that leaves me satisfied so it was all worth it. Right. Right? Like, Like, um... I mean, so many of these, but it's just like Miracle on 34th Street. I mean, can you guys just leave Chris Kringle alone? And by the end, it's just like, oh, it was all worth it. You put in the work so that the ending is good. <laughs> this movie, it goes through the whole thing, and it's about a, it's basically about a guy who didn't get his Christmas bonus, which might be the most painful Christmas movie premise of all time. The whole thing, nobody even gets their comeuppance. It's just all bad, and it's not funny. I know. I'm with you. It's not funny at all. Chevy Chase is, does not make me laugh, not at once. I just, I can't stand it. I'm so happy we agree on this. It makes me. I kind of am mad it even exists. I'm with you. I we, we just wipe it off the face of the earth. If that was actually, that might be my Christmas wish. If me I was too. Make the, perfect, the perfect Christmas movie involves us getting rid of the movie. Family, uh, National Lampoon's I'm with you. Okay, now on to best. Here's the thing. I feel like I came really hard for a really popular movie, and I'm really scared about my best, so I'm going to let you go first because I'm feeling nervous and cowardly. Okay, so, I, you know, there's so many that I do love, and we, we went through underrated, and, you know, Home Alone's really close for me. If this movie that I'm about to say didn't exist, I would say Home Alone, but I've talked to you about this many times, too many times, and I won't, I won't shut the fuck up about it. I don't just think It's a Wonderful Life is the best Christmas movie. You're so obsessed with this movie. I don't just think it's the best Christmas movie. I think it might be one of just the best movies, period. I could, and here's why. Here's the, here's the litmus test, okay? okay? Okay. Is that it's so fucking old. It's and so fucking old. It's so old. And I try and watch any movie from back then, these old black and white movies. Yeah. I can't sit through any of them. I can't sit through them. 
they don't I don't relate they're to them. So they're so boring. Feel, they're so boring and they also don't feel like the world that I inhabit today. Well, right? everyone like, has nobody, transatlantic accents. They do. And oh, this movie you kind Yeah, come over here. <laughs> Give and me Jimmy a Stewart hug. talks like Jimmy Stewart. He's got his <laughs> he's weird. But the themes and the, the storyline and all the like the different things, the way his life experience yeah. feels relatable more and more every single year. And I go back and watch it every single year. Yep. And it builds and you put in the work throughout the entire story and it's got all these cool little beats. Yep. And then it finally gets to the the part. People, you forget this. Every time you watch it, the part where he is actually like seeing how life could have been when he makes the wish is right. a tiny part of the movie. It's only like the last little part of the movie. Right. And it gets to the end and then everybody in town, spoiler alert if you haven't <laughs> watched this movie, everybody in town pours into his home to give money to make sure he doesn't have to go to jail. Right. And then his brother Harry Bailey flew in a, in a snowstorm, the crazy man, and he comes in and he proposes a toast and he says to my brother George Bailey, the richest man in town, and I swear to God, every single time I cry. It's really? the most, upli- every time, it's you know, nothing makes me cry other than expressing pride in your fellow human being for being who they are. I find it so inspiring and it, it's better and better every year. It's a wonderful life. Does everything I want from a Christmas movie. You know, I don't want to yuck your yum. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know, but you I did watch it last overrated. year. I watched last year you for you. And yeah. I would call it overrated. And that's fine. That's I don't hate fine it, for you. Mm-hmm. But I think it's overrated. You know, okay, okay. Here's another thing about It's a Wonderful Life. It kind of invented, on accident, invented the Christmas movie rewatch thing. You know this. You know the whole like lore. There's a backstory to it. So it is also one of those movies. Yeah. Kind of. It's kind of. It's great. I think the first time, but it's also kind of an acquired taste. Where the more you watch it, the better it gets. Like okay. a fine wine. Okay. Because you know the story. It was. It was a m- mediocre hit at the time. Not a big deal. Not right. A huge deal. And then it kind of was forgotten. And then they didn't renew the copyright, so it became free to put on television starting in the 70s. And then they just kept putting it on TV, so people would watch it for free on on TV okay. at Christmas time. And that's where watching things with your family became such a hardcore tradition at Christmas. So it kind of invented the genre and the fact that it works so well over and over and over. Okay. That's that's why for me, it's the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Now see, I have three to pick from right now. <laughs> three more. I love it. One is it. brand new, like last okay. year brand new. One is like, it actually, I should have placed it in an underrated because it's so good and no one talks about it as a Christmas movie and the cast is insane. And then there's one that is kind of like, I want to pick this one because I feel like it's like the same like time frame as yours. So I feel like it's easier to compare. Great. So I'm going to start with that one. White Christmas is the best Christmas movie. Here's why. That's a good movie. You've got dancing. Epic Mm, dancing. One take dancing. Don't forget. I mean, just it's one shot. One shot. How do they do it? I don't know how they do it. You know what I I think they did? I think they practiced. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. It's got dancing. We love that. It's got the Christmas spirit. It does. It does. And beautiful does outfits and great scenery. It's it's a delight to look at. And it's got songs. The songs. The songs. Songs. Sisters. 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 <laughs> and you know what it is? It's the movie yeah. that you put on when you're opening gifts, drinking mimosas. You got yeah. the fire roaring. And it's like, and it's delightful because it's great to look at. And great it's great to, to listen to. You don't have great to, to really to. pay super close attention. Oh, the plot is nonsense. You don't need the plot. <laughs> Total nonsense. I will also say, much no like sense. It's a Wonderful Life, yes. at the very end, yes. when all the when the, 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 the general, 
the general. Yeah. When the general walks in and he does the whole thing and he walks through, like, attention to all the former soldiers. Makes you cry. That shit. <laughs> no, but it makes me do the thing where, like, you kind of, like, you, you know, you take a little breath so you don't cry so that your girlfriend doesn't think, like, what's wrong with this guy? That's definitely one of those. Now, I'm going to make the case against it. Okay. What? The movie itself is great. Okay. And it does also, like in Storm of Life, get better the more you watch it. Okay. And I like that you don't really need to pay attention. The only knock against it, maybe it's true of It's a Wonderful Life, I don't know, is it doesn't really get that Christmassy till the end. That's fair. That's It's kind of just a great musical. You're right. That's very fair. Okay. So then I'm going to say The Family Stone. Oh, Sean. I'm only. Carrie Bradshaw? Sarah Jessica Parker, you've got um, the girl from, you know, My So-Called yeah. Life, Redhead. She's Claire also, Danes. Uh-huh. Claire, Claire Danes. Danes is in it. You've got an Owen. You've got, you've got an Owen. Nobody knows which Owen. The guy from My Best Friend's Wedding. <laughs> you got Diane Keaton. You got, Keaton's in it. You got, you got the girl so Luke, from The Notebook. Luke Wilson, Dermot Mulrooney. Yes. You got Craig T. Nelson, obviously. Yes. Coach. Yes. From Coach. Yes. Now, what is the plot of that movie? Now, here's the knock against family. the Family Stone. I've seen it, and family. I don't remember what it's about. Basically, it's about a family that's meeting one of, they have a bunch of kids. They're meeting one of the kids, girlfriends, soon to be, it's a little bit of a spoiler, soon to be fiance, or he wants to propose. Oh, yeah. And it's about families mixing with, you know, significant others. With stones. Oh. Oh. Yes. I see. But there's What's a the twist. Stone? What's the actual stone? I'm not sure. But there's, I think the last name's Stone. I just made that up on the spot. But there's a twist. And oh, the twist that? is like, oh. And it here's the thing. It is about Christmas. It will definitely trigger you about family issues, but it also is very relatable on either side. You will, you will fall on one side or the other. And... It makes a bitch cry. And for that, yeah. I'm in. But you know what? I really should have put that in underrated. It should have been an underrated. because It should have been. I, I know it's a Christmas movie, and it is. Yes. And you might even think it's the best movie that we've discussed. Yes. But is it the best Christmas movie? It just isn't that Christmassy. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then my third one was Happiest Season, which is basically... A lesbo Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, that's the new one from last year. Can you just sell me on this? this? Is Kristen Stewart or Kristen Stewart, who I don't like in anything but this movie. She's like the the only version of herself that's ever been tolerable is in this movie. I haven't seen the Diane um, Princess Diana movie yet, so I feel like she's going to be epic in that. But this movie, Happy Season, Aubrey Plaza's in it. She's fantastic. The girl from, I don't know her name, her first name is Mackenzie. I don't know her last name, but she's from the, she's very, lesbian's very on trend for her. She's in the episode of Dark Mirror that's called um, Black Mirror. She was um, Sanju DePero. The best one. Did Mackenzie I just say Dark Davis, Mirror? She was, Black Mirror. Yeah, Black Mirror. Mackenzie Davis, she's in Sanju DePero, which is the best episode by a wide far, margin. By far. She's all, she is in a bunch of movies, but it's kind of the thing. You can never remember what movie she was in. That's exactly. She's that kind of actor. I never watched the movie. It does feel like a great, great recommendation. I just I felt like when I watched it, I thought, now this is a Christmas movie. And also, as a member of the LGBTQ community, I was like, holy shit. Was this part of your initiation? I you like, saw... Well, before we get married... <laughs> I did. I cried like a, a damn baby. And it's just so good. And I found it to be, quite frankly, perfect. It's funny. It's heartwarming. It's a tearjerker. It's very Christmassy. Um, 
Highly recommend. It hits all the marks. Humor, nostalgia, comp. That's humor, comedy, uh, emotions, it, lesbians. As far as I'm concerned. We love that. We love that part. We love that. I'm going to watch it this year. And then next time next year, we're going to revisit our lists. And I'm probably gonna, hopefully going to be able to add it to my list of most underrated. We'll see. I might put it on overrated. You'll find out. I don't think it's overrated. I think, if anything, it's underrated. So, actually, I wanted to say Family Stone, underrated. Okay. Um, Happy Season, underrated. And also, big yes. pushback from the lesbian community. But as a card-carrying lesbian, I say, me likey. Um, but I, So, I'll stick with White Christmas as my uh, the best Christmas movie ever. I think it's a great answer. I think it goes on the short list. I think, look, best is subjective. I think you and I both did an amazing job with our overrated, underrated lists. I mean, I, Me I feel like we've given the people something to talk about. Me too. I want to get. I'm going to leave them with something to really talk about, which is my unpopular opinion. No. Do you have an unpopular opinion to share? Yeah, I do. That is Christmas I do. movie themed. Okay, so we already went over movies, Christmas movies that aren't really Christmas movies. We got this far into this entire podcast, and I bet you every time we started to say name another movie, people were thinking to themselves, "When are they going to talk about Elf?" Elf starring Will Ferrell. Yeah. Often considered one of the greats. It's something that people from our generation, it's kind of our, it's ours, yeah, right? It's 2003 good. ish or something. It's, it's pretty good. It's good. Pretty I'll good. watch it. If it's I, on, I'll watch it. I'm never going to say like it's overrated because it's good. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's underrated because it's, it's appreciated. Not exactly. It's good. Here's the thing though. Nobody ever really talks about the substance of the movie because it's so funny. He's so funny. He's perfect. He I mean, is. It, he is born to play this role. The last, the only reason why nobody really, I mean, so, I shouldn't say nobody. Some people are going to say it's the best Christmas movie. The reason none of us serious people would ever actually say those words is because the ending doesn't really work. It Elf does, falls the off ending a fucking cliff at the work. end of the movie. There's this weird storyline where Santa Claus, played by, I think, Ed Asner, he's like, I, the, the, there's a rocket on my sleigh that busted off because of Christmas spirit and we need people to sing and then James Conner gets into <laughs> all of a sudden the movie I don't just it's like they they had this great idea for a movie yep. where an elf who was adopted goes back to his biological father and then somebody goes cool cool uh, what else is it going to be a love story they're like oh yeah they're going to sing uh, baby it's cold outside in the shower oh that's going to be a great scene how does it end I don't know. We'll figure it out later. That's what <laughs> happens in that movie. Elf would be on my short list, if not for the fact that I don't care to watch the last 10 minutes of the movie. Right. It doesn't do anything for me. Elf, look, not underrated, not overrated. Elf's got a bad ending. I think that that's a great unpopular opinion, and I fucking agree. Okay, my popular opinion... The Holiday is a great holiday movie, like you said. Uh -oh. But the reason I can't and won't fuck with it, and I'm not going to pull the entire cast down. Jack Black is fantastic. Great. What's-Her-Face Rose from Titanic is amazing. Yeah, Winslet's pretty good. Jude Law is sexual, okay? Oh, I mean, honestly. The old is man prime. is cute as fuck, okay? But Cameron Diaz is intolerable. She is the world's worst actress in this movie specifically someone said to her hey 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 you know how diane keaton always freaks out in movies you should really try that cameron and when she's trying to cry i literally it's the cringiest shit i've ever seen in my entire life she damn near ruins an almost perfect movie recast and reshoot 
aunt, aunt. Who the fuck told Cameron Diaz she has to do a solo dance party in every goddamn movie she's in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Is it The Killers? Is that the song she's dancing to? (laughs) I can't stand that shit. She is so cringe in the holiday, it almost makes it unwatchable. Luckily, all the other great actors saved the movie, but... um, Cameron Diaz's performance is a something. stinking pile of garbage. What? I just realized something. The Holiday, mm. starring Kate Winslet mm. and Julia Roberts, is probably the greatest Christmas movie. <laughs> and they probably just couldn't get her. Yeah, You're right, though. Because actually, it's weird. Like, I said it was an underrated movie, and the reason is because I really think it never achieved anything beyond a, uh, a, a, its cult status. I think the people who know that they love it... yeah are all in on it together. Like, oh, you know, it's underrated the holiday, whatever. But the reason it never got to that next level is because Cameron Diaz was holding it back. You got it. And listen, Actually, all the scenes with Winslet are the better fire, acting. Fire. And all the stuff in in the British... The, do you know why we like the scenes that are in Britain? It's because of the Jude house. And the house. It's because of Jude Law. It's because the dog. That Kate left behind. It's, it's, it's why they had to leave the dog. And the kids with British accents. You know, oh, we love all that. No one's, I mean, nothing is cuter than a kid with a British but, accent. More intimidating, but it's, too, it's, but, it's, you know. It's not like when, I agree with you, it's not like Cameron Diaz is doing the thing where she's hateable on purpose and no. then we grow to love her. No. It's not that at all. Bad performance. She's just... She's just not doing it. And this is not to say I don't like her in any movie. I do like her in other movies. I think she is epic. Epic in my best friend's wedding. So this is not just a Cameron Diaz bath session. This is a specific Cameron Diaz bath bath session. I can't say those two words together. Bash session. There we go. Well, you went unpopular painting because that's a great unpopular. Thank you. I'm scared. I won best movie because I got the best movie right. But otherwise, we all won. I agree. On this episode of Taste of Taylor, because I, I feel like we we really figured it out. We really we figured did. it out. Sean we Kilby. Did. This is what we do, boo. This, this is, is what, what we, do. we do. Good podcast. Thank you for joining me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Happy holidays to everybody. Yeah, I right? hope you all enjoy all these movies. Go throw on your favorite right now. They're all they're probably streaming somewhere. And if they're not, you can find a pirated version. <laughs> then tell us what you think. See if you agree, disagree. I'll tell you what I think of uh, Scrooge in the happiest season this time next year. We'll Thank discuss. you. Thank you so much. No, no, no. I say I, we can have a follow-up on the Taylor Strucker show. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, you guys, I hope that was enjoyable. I know it was. I don't even have to ask. I hope it was helpful. I feel like we gave some really good holiday movies that nobody, you won't find it on any list, okay? So you're welcome. I think that we really had some uh, gems in there, if we will. And uh, don't forget, follow Sean at Radio Sean Ryan on the Instagram. And um, hey, follow me while you're at it, at Taylor Strecker. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Also, don't forget to rate uh, subscribe, rate, and review. That's how you guys tell us that you love us, and it is so appreciated. I can't even put it into words. So subscribe, rate, and review. And yeah, that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Until then, bye, girl, bye.